Well, I do have to admit, I always said that when I had mass, which was a lot, at the Pentagon when I lived in D.C., they had the most active vocal response, loud. And today, this is akin to the Pentagon, okay? So we can thank Our Lady for that grace, but we do have to be aware. We have to be aware of what's going on when we come into a church who's present in the tabernacle. This is a time for worship. This is a time to be on our knees, if we can be on our knees. It's sitting, whatever it is, but we have to be aware, aware of who's before us and what is taking place at Mass. Today I'm going to read the homily that I prayed about last night because I want it to be clear and I think God wanted me to read today. Okay, so in case people don't know or, or people are forgetting, uh, today is the memorial of Our Lady of Fatima. And as she, Our Lady, brought Christ into the world 2,000 years ago, she continues her mission to bring us the Christ today, always calling us toward Him, the Lord Jesus. Mary, as the best disciple of Jesus Christ, calls us wayward children to respond to Jesus' wounds caused by our sins with love, penance, prayer, calling us to do the right thing as any mother, as a good mother would, the godly thing, the truly loving thing, the just thing, the merciful thing, to live once again like the Creator who is God. She calls us to pray the rosary daily. Yes, there's time for fun and games and recreation and play, but there's also seriousness that this world is fallen. And if she can come up to the three shepherd children who were playing outside and tell them to stop and start praying for sinners, we need to listen that there is an urgency, especially if we come into a church, especially when we're at Mass. We have to be paying attention. We have to be aware of what's going on. The rosary is so crucial. It's such a powerful weapon an instrument to bring about the conversion of the world. She asked them to pray it daily. We really shouldn't have an excuse to not pray it daily unless we honestly really cannot. And I almost wanted to say if we're like in a coma, but you know what? I don't know what's happening to a person in a coma. Maybe they're talking with Jesus that entire time and are praying rosaries. We should have no excuse to not pray a rosary daily. It's not that difficult. Our life should not be too busy for God and Our Lady. We should be praying a rosary daily. By praying it, one is going to the one who brought the Messiah into the world and intercedes before him on our behalf as queen and mother. 
What a powerful gift of grace is packed into the faithful recitation of the rosary. It is to pray with Mary, who is full of grace, while contemplating the mysteries of her son's life, who is himself the source of grace. So generally at Mass, we shouldn't be filming. This is on live stream, it's recorded. We shouldn't have our phones and devices out to be filming. We should be worshiping. So if we have them out and filming, we put them away. And you can go on live stream later and watch a recording if you want to see something over. It's a time for worship. It's to be with the Immaculate Conception, the masterpiece of mercy, because she received the fullness of redemption, to have even been preserved from any stain of sin, any wound of sin, any stain of original sin. She's immaculate. Christ's sacrifice is all-encompassing. Clearly, she didn't ask to be made immaculate. It was God's decision. He's more than capable. It's to be with her, the Virgin of Nazareth. And now this humble virgin has visited the earth during the 20th century in Fatima, Portugal, to three little shepherd children to warn the world through them of the devastating effects of not following God's will, of trying to build a civilization without the Creator and His ways as the foundation of society. And this is a disaster for mankind and a tragedy because our Father has loved us so much in heaven. And our mother has called us to do penance as any good mother would and to pray the rosary. But most of all, what is fundamental to convert our hearts, because I can pray a rosary all day and not forgive, but I don't know if that's really possible. I don't know if we'd be praying a rosary all day and not forgiving at the same time. I don't know if that's possible. I guess it's, I don't think it's possible. I don't think it would be possible. Because to be with Our Lady is to be with a merciful heart. And our heart would be jiving with that. It would be in union with that. It'd be in sync with that. And we would become like that. Because the rosary is not something robotic. It's a, it's a prayer to really be present with the mother of God and her son. To convert our hearts, to turn them back to our Father in heaven while there's still time. Don't be afraid to change for the better, to change for God's ways. Be afraid of not changing of not following God's ways while conscious of grave sin without repenting, without confessing. And for us Catholics, we know Jesus calls us to the sacrament of confession to be forgiven of sins, especially grave sins. It's grave sins if somebody is conscious of it when they committed that sin, if they knew and fully chose with freedom and full knowledge, without confessing that, without giving it to Jesus for, for forgiveness, that's what puts people in hell. 
I was reading from a mystic yesterday. She's a blessed Edvige Carboni. She's from where my mother is from in Italy, very close to my mom's hometown. She's like a female Padre Pio. And she had a, she, Jesus showed her the life of a man who lived an honest life, but refused to receive the sacraments. And according to the mystic, what she received from Jesus, he was condemned. To know God and to not receive what God wants to give, it's not God's fault. How easy it is to just go to confession. I know it's subjectively, personally, it can be difficult, but how easy it is to just say, here's my sins. And Jesus says, and here's forgiveness. It's over. <laughs> how easy it is just to be washed clean of everything, to be baptized. It's gone. Forgiveness of sins, they're all gone. And the consequences, purgatory time, it's all wiped away. And all you had was water put over you. There's no excuse how easy that is. And I don't even have to pour the water. I don't even have to say the words. <laughs> Somebody else does. How easy it is for God Difficult, yes, the crucifixion, but easy in the sense that he doesn't even have to do it directly himself. He is doing that through a minister. It's him, yes, his power. But God is saying, like, look, I took care of it. I can even have lowly men. And even in emergency situations, anybody can baptize. Even an atheist, even somebody who's not baptized, as long as they have the intention of the church. And in a case of an emergency, any person can baptize somebody if there's an emergency for the person who needs it. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. God makes the excuse for us on the cross. Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. It's all taken care of. To go to hell means I don't want you, God. That's what it means. I do not want you. I don't want your forgiveness. I don't want your ways. I don't want your love. I don't want your life. I don't want to be happy. I don't want to be with the Blessed Mother. I don't want to be in paradise. I don't want to see the angels. I don't want to be joyful. I don't want to be peaceful. I don't want to be in love. End of story. That's what hell is. And now we hear that and that's very jarring because it's like, who would want that? Exactly. It's shocking. It's scandalizing because we're made for all of these good things. And to spurn it is just foolish. It should be jarring to us and shocking. Like, how could you spurn that? How could you do that even just to yourself? That's what it means to stay away from God. We may not consciously think that in our head, but if I say, I know about church, I know about mass. I choose to not go of my own freedom. I don't have a good excuse. I just don't want to go. Well, you're in big trouble. If you don't change, there is absolutely no guarantee you're going to heaven. I'm telling you clearly, you will walk with both feet into hell and you will remain there forever. You will get what you want. You have to come back to God. Being a good person on a human level does not get you into heaven. 
We have to be very clear with our faith. How do we get into heaven? Well, by faith, working with love, meaning God gets me into heaven. God invited me to heaven. God forgave me so I can be redeemed, so I can go back to heaven. It's not me. If it's up to me, I'm not going to heaven. I don't have the power to get to God. I can't even dunk in a 10-foot rim for basketball. How am I going to get to heaven? I can't even dunk a basketball. We have to be clear. It's not enough to just live an honest life. It's not enough just to say, I'm a good person. I haven't killed anybody. That's not going to get us into heaven. Jesus gets us into heaven because he's God. And he died for us. I didn't die for you. I didn't die for myself. God did. That's why we have to come to Mass. Because the sacrifice Jesus made to save us is represented for real at Mass. Not just a symbol. Not just a mere memory. The real deal. Hence, the highways should be clogged. Woodstock? Forget Woodstock. And I was in a rock band. I would have loved to have been a... Forget Woodstock. Come to God. Forget these bands. I've seen them. Rolling Stones, I've seen them. I've seen hundreds of rock concerts. I never left fulfilled. I left filled with a pleasure, but never fulfilled. I left still angry. I'm not knocking rock concerts just as across the board. I like still music. I'm just saying that in itself, it cannot fulfill us. The highways should be clogged for miles. People should be walking down the shoulders in droves coming to Mass. And the greatest miracle on this earth is going to take place right now here at the Divine Mercy Shrine as it does at any Catholic Mass. Our salvation and the grace of it is going to be applied to our very life in this moment so we can actually be with God forever and the shrine's not packed. And this is a small shrine. This is a small shrine. And it's not packed. Shocking. Shocking. I understand. I didn't go to church growing up, but I'm just saying it's shocking to me now that I understand that it's not packed. How could it not be packed? This is why Our Lady said, pray and sacrifice. Because many souls go to hell because they have no one to pray and sacrifice for them. If my grandma and other people hadn't been praying for me, my grandma was praying up to 17 rosaries a day for like 35 years in Italy. If she hadn't been praying, I don't know if I'd be here because I certainly wasn't going to Mass. And I certainly wasn't going to confession. And I knew I was in grave sin. I had no doubt. Talk about walking with the devil. And he laughs at you the whole way. I sometimes like to think that in hell, if I'm living without God, the devil and the demons are just laughing the whole time, and they might have a poster with my face on it, 
and they look at it all day laughing. What a fool. Can you believe that he's not following God? He doesn't want to be happy. He wants to be with us ugly ones. We got him. And they can laugh all day. And yet if we turn because somebody prayed for us and we go to confession, those laughters become cries and fear because now the person has decided to be united again with the Almighty One and the devil's got no power there. Our Lady came to offer us her motherly hand to help us. Let us not reject a mother so tender and merciful. Let us be humble children, not rebellious. Let us surrender our hearts to her immaculate heart because she will bring it into the furnace of the most sacred heart of Jesus, which is what her whole mission in life has always been about. Hence, to Jesus through Mary, it began with her fiat in response to the angel. And because of her yes, we can get to Jesus through her. Don't listen as truth to anybody who says you cannot go to Mary for intercession. That is a lie. They may not be aware that what they're saying is a lie, but it is a lie. If it was good enough for God to come to this world to save us through Mary, then we better believe that us shrimps in comparison to God, we are very small, should accept the intelligence of God and his ways and say, if it was good enough for you, it better be good enough for me. Hello, I'm Father Thaddeus Langton of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm excited to let you know about my new podcast with Father Timothy Childers called Keeping It Marian. To access the podcast, simply visit divinemercyplus.org or search Keeping It Marian on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I want to share with you the riches of the charism of the Marian Fathers, which is the mystery of the Immaculate Conception, how it touches our lives as consecrated priests and religious, and how this mystery can bear fruit in your life especially by keeping the word of God and pondering it in our hearts in imitation of our blessed mother. I hope you'll join us. Again, it's called Keeping It Marian. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? 
Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.